morning and welcome to this edition of the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. This is the program where each week we get together for three hours. We talk about the news of the week, the events of our often bizarre lives, and where we provide you with a three-hour oasis of rationality in the desert of insanity, which is the American cultural and political landscape. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you and uh, obviously also to my co-host, Leah Brandon. How are you this evening? I'm doing very well. I'm not sure we say Happy Memorial Day weekend, but what are you it is to a say? long weekend. What are you supposed to say? Well, I mean, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, so, yeah, so you know. I, I, I'm right. Well, we can have a complete and entire debate <laughs> over whether or not Happy Memorial Day is the proper greeting. But regardless, I hope you're well. <laughs> it is Memorial I Day am. weekend. And partially because it's Memorial Day weekend, we have a special guest for our I first. I know. I can't believe this. This uh, is fantastic. Our first two segments tonight, we have a special guest, partially because it's Memorial Day weekend and... Uh, that means that her mother doesn't have to uh, work tomorrow and she doesn't have to go to school tomorrow, but also because in a couple of days, my daughter Grace has a birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has been on the program once before, just before Christmas, and she joins us now again because she's just about to turn four years old. Grace, welcome back to the John and Leah Show. Hi, Leela. <laughs> Hello, Gracie. How are you? Good. Grace, do you, do you remember the last time you were on this show? Yeah. What was happening then? It was Christmas. Okay. So now, and, and now it's almost your birthday, right? Yeah. How old are you going to be? Four. Now, what does that mean when you turn four? What's going to happen when you turn four? I'm going to turn into a big girl. You're going to turn into a big girl? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? No more crying? No more fussing? Mm-hmm. I, I need to get <laughs> an answer on that. Is that. Was that a yes? Yes, no more crying? I, I somehow don't think that's going to be true. But are you are you looking forward to your fourth birthday? Yeah. So, what, so what's going to happen? I mean, tell me tell me what this week's going to be like for you, turning four. What's going to happen this week? Do you know? I know what it's going to be like. Oh, really? What's it going to be like, Leah? Nothing but presents. Yeah? Every single day. Presents, trips to Disneyland. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You are creating <laughs> insanely high expectations. Thanks so much, Leah. So Don't forget. Grace, what do you think is going to happen this week for you? I'm going to go to Disneyland. You think you're going to go to Disneyland? Well, we don't know about that yet. What about, are you going to have a party? Mm-hmm. What kind of party are you going to have? What kind of party are you going to have, Mom? <laughs> uh, who's going to come to your party? Oh, my school friends. Oh, your school friends are going to come to your party. Okay. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Are you excited about turning four, or do you wish you could remain a baby? I'm excited to be four. You're exciting to be, excited to be four? Uh-huh. That's new. Now, um, Leah, do you have any questions for Grace? Yes. Uh, Grace, what would you like to have as a birthday present? A new dress. Another one? You you get new dresses like every day. What would be something diva. different? Yeah, she is a diva. She has quite the wardrobe. And by the way, she could tell you what she wore almost any day that she's ever lived in her life and who gave her what on that day. So I love uh, it. I'm shocked by that. Um, do you have a question for Leah, Grace? Yeah. What's your question for Leah? Um, why does she have horses? Why do you have horses, <laughs> Leah? You have three why horses. Do I- why, why do you have three horses? Boy, that's the question, isn't it? Because I love horses. Don't you like horses? Yeah. 
I thought so. Da- Daddy actually uh, helped Gra- uh, Leah get one of her horses, Grace. Yeah. A long time ago. A horse named Lucky. Lucky is the luckiest horse in the world because when we he bought is. him, he was, uh, you know, rather skinny, and now he looks perfectly healthy thanks to he Leah. He was starving, and now he's a blimp. It's amazing. It's an it's a miracle. All right. Well, here's what the, here's what we're gonna do. Um, we will do the normal John and Leah show, but we're gonna do one more segment with Grace when we come back because I want to go through some of the issues of the day with her, and um, get her opinions on what's going on in the world. Uh, but before we do that, we need to take a break. So so Grace, can you? Tell everyone to say, say, please, say, please, please stay tuned, stay tuned for this important message, for this important message. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website, where you can look up each and every one of the 22 different radio stations across this formerly great nation of ours, which broadcast the John and Leah Show on a weekly basis, is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. That's freespeechbroadcasting.com. One of the things you can find at freespeechbroadcasting.com, by the way, is the broadcast debut of my almost uh, four-year-old daughter, Grace, uh, which came back uh, last Christmas, and she's making her second appearance on the program tonight because this week is her birthday, and obviously it's a holiday weekend, so it just seemed like the right time for her to uh, make a second appearance. And, and Leah, I want to ask Grace about uh, some issues uh, maybe related to the news of the day and the events of her life, since that's what this program is about. Uh, if you have any uh, thoughts or questions you'd like to chime in uh, with, uh, please feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to start with the political world, Grace. Uh, and I'm curious, uh, do you know who President Obama is? No. You, you don't know who President Obama is? <laughs> no. No, you know who President Obama is. Tell me about President Obama. No, tell, I want to tell Leela about President Obama. Right, okay, so go ahead and tell Tell, Leah tell about, Leela. Tell Leela about President Obama. Tell what? Leela all about Obama. So why uh, um, Barack Obama uh, do, does bad stuff? Why does Barack Obama do bad stuff? That's a good question. How do you, know
Who told you? You did. I did. Okay. So you believe me that Barack Obama does bad stuff. We're not sure why he does bad stuff, but I think you got you know you, you pretty much have this this situation nailed. Um, now there's also a lady president, as you refer to her. Do you do you do you know who I'm talking about? The lady president. Yeah. And do we like the lady president? No. No. What? What? Could you speak a little louder, Grace? Do you like the lady president or not? Why don't you like the lady president? Because she's bad. And what's bad about her? <laughs> she wants to steal all my stuff. She wants to steal all your stuff? <laughs> well, what, what does the lady president want to steal of yours? All of my jewelry. She wants to steal all your jewelry? Yeah. Anything else? She doesn't wear jewelry. Don't worry about it, Grace. Yeah, I don't think and, she's that interested in the and jewelry. And all of uh-uh. my dresses. And all your dresses? She doesn't wear those either. And what else? what else does the lady president want to steal from you? Toys. Your toys. What about uh, your? What about your? Have a few of those. What about your money? You told me earlier that she. She wants to steal my money. What kind of money? My Chuck E. Cheese money. Oh, your Chuck E. Cheese money. The Hillary, the the lady president wants to steal your Chuck E. Cheese money. That's that's she likes that's to bad. Go there and drink. Okay. A lot. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about one other guy that we is in the news quite a bit. What about Trump? What do you think of Trump? So why does? Is Trump a bad guy or a good guy? That's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question, Grace. We From don't, the mouths of babes. We don't know whether Trump's a good guy or a bad guy. That's an <laughs> excellent question. Why are you confused by that? What Do you think he's a good guy or a bad guy? A bad guy. Why do you think yeah. he's a bad guy? Because I think he has white hair. Because he has white hair? And he that has makes yellow him, hair. That, yeah, it's more like yellow. Does that? And that's what makes yellow. him a bad guy? Mm-hmm. Does Daddy like Trump? No, okay. Daddy doesn't like but, anyone. But but mommy, so okay. but mommy does like Trump. Yeah. So you know you're probably going to side with mommy eventually, like you always do. Uh, all right, so let's move away from politics for a second with my almost four-year-old daughter Grace on the John and Leah show. Uh, Grace, what do you, you told me recently? You've already decided what you want to be when you grow up, uh, but it's rather complex. What do you want to be when you grow up? A princess. Okay, and a princess, and anything else? A doctor. And a superhero and a firefighter. Okay, so you want to be a firefighting doctor who is a princess and a superhero. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty ambitious. That's a pretty ambitious deal there. Now, as far as the princess thing is concerned, when you're a princess, don't you have to have a true love? Yeah. Now, do you have a true we love? We already know who it is. Do, do, do you have a true love? Who? Don't speak. Jordan Spieth? Say Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Is he your true love? Yes. He won today. Did you know that? Yes. He won today. It was very exciting. Yeah. I think That's making me uncomfortable. Why is that uncomfortable, Leah? Uncomfortable. Because she's four? Well, no. We've already, as we've said on this program before, you know, mom is going to veto Jordan Speed because he's too old and he's balding already. So yeah. that that's not going to work out. But let's not tell Grace that right now because it's about okay. one of the, it's one of the few things I have to hang on to in my life. So let's let's yeah. let that be for now. Uh, now, Grace, you watch a lot of TV, probably way too much TV. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite TV show? PJ Masks. PJ Masks. Now, what is PJ Masks? What's that about? It's about superheroes. It's about kids who are superheroes, right? Yeah. And they, at nighttime, they become superheroes because, you know, bedtime is the right time 
to fight crime, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Now, why do you like that shit? Do you, what makes you want to be a superhero? Because of Flashy Flash. Well, Flashy Flash? <laughs> so do you want to get the bad guys? Is that the deal? Yeah. Why do you want to get the bad guys? Because I want to fight off the bad guys in the buildings. You want to fight off the bad guys in the buildings? You mean, are you talking about the guys who flew the planes in the buildings? Yeah. Where did that happen? Did it happen in New York? Yes. We're, we're still a little obsessed, Leah, with 9-11 for some reason. We've been having some nightmares recently about 9-11, so we've been trying to push her away from more knowledge about what happened on September 11th, but that still seeps in from time to time. Uh, now, Grace, as, as you're about to turn four years old, you know, a birthday is usually a time to take stock of your life. And you've lived long enough now, I think, to be able to give an assessment of how your life is going. And I think it's probably a pretty good indication of how one's life is going. If you can tell us, what's the worst thing that ever happened in your life? What's the worst thing you can ever remember happening to you? She forgot to wear pants. Having nightmares. Having nightmares. That's pretty bad. Anything else bad happen? Um, What about what happened in San Diego? What happened in San Diego that was bad? Uh, uh, um, Am I boring you, Grace? In front of them? Am I boring you, Grace? No. <laughs> She's like, Dad, we should have done one segment. This is too much for me. <laughs> what about when the seagull took your waffle? Wasn't that the worst thing that ever happened to you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I would have loved that. <laughs> the worst thing that's ever happened to this child is that while in San Diego with an ocean view, with a free waffle what the hotel she was staying at, it was stolen <laughs> by a seagull and then immediately replaced with another waffle. That's the most traumatic event that's ever happened in this child's life. So, I feed the seagulls. Th- I'm a bad person. <laughs> that's a pretty good indication of, of uh, how her life is going. Do you have any other questions you want to ask Leah, Grace? No. Leah, you want to ask Grace anything? Uh, Grace, anytime you want to, why don't you make your dad uh, bring you over? We'll go for a ride. Dude, would you like to ride one of Grace's horses? I mean, one of Leah's horses? Yeah. Really? I know. You, well, that's, we, we probably don't want her to get her too hooked on that, Leah, because, you know. It's coming. Dad's going to have to buy one. Well, look. It's coming. Grace, here's the deal. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Did you have a good time? Uh-huh. All right. Now, many years, many years from now, you're probably going to look this up on the Internet, maybe, and you're going to wonder... Boy, oh boy, that was a long time ago. That my daddy, he sure seems like a loser now. But I want you to remember when you re- when you listen to this that that wasn't all my fault, okay? Because the world's a really messed up place, okay? So it wasn't all. So when you're listening to this 10, 15 years from now, and you think your daddy's a loser, I want you to I want you to remember that maybe it wasn't all his fault, okay? Can, can you do that for me? All right, last thing I want you to say, stay tuned for the rest of the John and Leah show. Can you say that? Stay, say, say, stay tuned. Stay tuned. For the rest. For the rest. Of the John and Leah show. For the John and Leah show. All right. Happy birthday, Gracie. Happy birthday, Grace. We'll be back on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. (laughs) 
If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow, and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. Each week on this program, we take a look at the race for the White House 2016, which we will start to do in this segment of the program. And uh, Leah, this was a week where, uh, frankly, in times gone by when events actually mattered and our standards weren't in the toilet, that both presidential candidates probably would have been disqualified because of things that happened this week. Uh, Although um, I'm not sure that in the long run any of this is going to matter very much because, as I mentioned, our standards are so incredibly low. Let's start with what happened with Hillary Clinton and her emails this week. Ah, yes. Well, Hillary Clinton and the mainstream media are trying to connect two things which are completely different. There was a report released this week by the Inspector General of the State Department. It says that Hillary Clinton acted in a negligent manner while using a private server with her private email to conduct all state business while Secretary of State. Now, the report also found that previous Secretary of States used their own private email on occasion, not their own private server. Just their email. Now, Clinton, though, has glommed onto that and is not letting go. The report is consistent with what I have been saying, that the use of personal email uh, was a practice by other secretaries of state. And the rules were not clarified until after I had left. Uh Uh-huh. Well, the report showed also that she received zero approval to use the private email and private server And uh, so there you go. She did not get permission to use a private server in her basement. All right. Now, we've talked about this issue many, many times, mostly in a dismissive manner, because neither of us believe that she's ever going to get indicted for any of this for many reasons. Uh, But let's let's just stipulate to a couple of things. Uh, The first thing I'm going to stipulate to is that both Hillary and myself have been wrong and miscalculated with regard to how the news media would treat this. I think she expected to get the Obama treatment, which is one short mention, let's move on and never speak of it again. Uh, And certainly let's not get into the details and let's certainly not dispute their version of what happened. I mean, because when when Obama says something, his version of events is now fact in the media's mind. 
Uh, Hillary has not gotten that treatment. And this story has, has had a life that has been far, far more extended than I ever imagined. And I think she ever imagined, because even in that explanation, I still think she's presuming, oh, I can say this. And the media will give me a pass. They'll buy it, and we can just move a on. A lot of the media is giving her a pass. They're saying that other secretaries of state did it. No, no, no. There's, there's no. Let me make this. It's somewhat nuanced, but it's not that complex. There's a difference between getting the Obama treatment and getting, you know, a pass, which is largely what she's getting. In other words, I think she was expecting the red carpet with rose petals in her path. She hasn't gotten that. Um, they're, they're continuing to cover it. Yes, they're covering it in a muted fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is always the case with a Democrat. What would be decapitation for a Republican is often little more than a flesh wound or a bruise for a Democrat, especially one that's going to be the Democratic presidential nominee. So... I think that she has miscalculated out of arrogance, imagine that, out of Hillary, uh, that she was going to get the same kind of treatment that Obama has. And that has guided or misguided her reaction to this story since day one. I think if she had done a complete mea culpa at the beginning, this thing would probably be over by now. But it's not. Probably. Because it's an issue of her continuing to not tell the truth, uh, lack of veracity, lack of honesty, lack of just trustworthiness, as well, by the way, as an incredible amount of arrogance. And she didn't even show up for the interview. Right. Not her. None of her staff didn't even show up. Right. So the arrogance. It's pathetic. This honesty, the arrogance is off the charts. Frankly, I also think there's some incompetence here because my sense, and I'm not an expert on this issue, but just from my sense of the little bit about, about that, um, you know, I've certainly read about the story for months and months and, and her re- reactions. I don't think she has a full comprehension of basic technology. I really don't. I, yeah. I, I think that she is, you know, like many women of her age or men of her age who just doesn't have a flipping clue about how yeah. technology works. And yeah, in, I don't buy that for a second. She wanted the private server so that she could, uh, no, you no, know. No, no, I'm not suggesting you're, you're misunderstanding me again. I'm not suggesting that there was no um, explanation for why she did this, which was to hide uh, her own personal information, whether it was for the you know Clinton Foundation and interaction with right. foreign leaders. You know, that's exactly a, that's, that's a plausible scenario. But what right. I'm suggesting though is that there's there's it's not just dishonesty here. There's a number of issues at work which ordinarily would torpedo a presidential campaign, but we're not living in ordinary times here, obviously. And and part of the reason why I still don't believe this is going to be the end of her is I, I, I do not believe there'll be an indictment. If there was going to be an indictment, Barack Obama would have known and he would have urged Joe Biden to run. None of that happened. They're not going to take out – the Obama Justice Department is not going to take out the Democratic presidential nominee. I don't care how crazy your conspiracy theories are. It's just not going to happen, especially when it's been very clear that Obama is willing and able to do everything he can to try to get Hillary elected. He's, been made, he's made that very obvious by tipping the scales in her direction against Bernie Sanders as well as going after Donald Trump you know, fast and hard already. So it doesn't make – that the theory that she's going to get indicted makes no sense – whatsoever. But the other reason that this is never, I think, going to destroy her is that there's no evidence of actual damage. Now, evidence of actual damage 
shouldn't necessarily mean that much because an act is an act. I mean, I've always been baffled why, you know, someone who, who tries to murder someone and does a poor job of it and fails gets uh, much less sentenced than someone who's successful at it. That's never made any sense to me because the intent of the act and the act are how we ought to evaluate punishment. Right. But the reality is that no one's ever been able to point to something bad that happened because of this email issue. Not that I've heard. And well, so, I mean, there were... Tens of thousands of emails that were erased. We never get the real truth from this government. I, Look at how they've covered up everything. So, yeah, we're never going to get it, even Le if it did. But, but I understand that. But I'm talking politically. Politically, there needs to be, for lack of a better phrase, a smoking gun where because she did this, something really bad happened. And, and there's not been that connection yet. And, and frankly, to me, if the American people don't care about Benghazi, which every indication is they don't, and if they don't care about Benghazi, where four people died under her direct watch, then I just don't see how this is going to end up determining an election, especially when it feels to me like they're trying to get this thing you know, taken care of now so that by the time November comes around, it's going to be a distant memory for the people who actually determine elections, who are not hard conservatives. They're not people who pay attention to the news. They're not, you know, let's remember who they are. They're not going to study. They they're not going to study this issue. And if the media isn't throwing it in their face, it's going to be long gone. So, um, so I, I'm just still very skeptical that this is going to make a, a major difference in the presidential race. And of course, you know, there was an email situation that occurred with the Trump campaign, which I think showed how somewhat, at least politically, inconsequential the Hillary situation is. There's no evidence that, for instance, because Hillary was using her, her own email in that way, that she accidentally emailed uh, secrets to a foreign leader like the Trump campaign did this week, accidentally emailing their campaign strategy to a reporter who had the same last name as someone who was supposed to be on the email list. I mean, so... Whoops. Yeah, whoops, exactly. All right, anyway, anyway so that's the deal on, on Hillary. I, I look... It, it, it angers me so much that Hillary is such a horrendous candidate. She is horrible and eminently beatable. And numerous people who were running for the Republican nomination, I believe, would have, should have, could have, maybe even stronger words than that, beaten her. And instead, now we're in a situation where we got... Donald Trump, who is in no way, shape, or form a conservative, in my mind, is not qualified and who has very little chance in a rational world of beating her as the nominee. And when we come back, we'll talk about him and what happened with him this week on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. 
Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And in hour number two of the program, among one of many things we'll discuss, is the struggle that uh, I know I am having, and, and maybe Leah is also having, although we're taking different tacks on it, with how to deal with this issue of Donald Trump, um, and uh, both on and air, on the air and off the air. You're, with, I don't think you're having a struggle. <laughs> well, I am struggling. You figured out how you're dealing with now, it. Well, it, 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 well, whether it real, whether you realize it or not, it's a major struggle, and I want to talk a little bit about that because I think it'll explain um, not only where I'm coming from, but um, you know, also I think some other people are, are coming at this uh, from, and and also how we're going to handle this on the show. So that'll be one of the things we'll talk about in the next hour. But before we do that, I want to talk about the news of the week regarding Donald Trump and specifically what was supposed to be, according to his good friend Matt Drudge, the debate of the century. Although, I'm so bummed out. <laughs> although it doesn't look now as if it's actually going to happen. Leah, tell us I'm about what happened so here. I'm so bummed out. It was going to be so much fun. But now it looks like the Donald Trump-Bernie Sanders debate is not happening. Trump actually has retracted his offer, and apparently it was going to include millions going to charity. The Sanders campaign jumping on this. uh, They said that they would initially agree to the debate, and now Sanders is on full attack. Mr. Trump, what are you afraid of? Uh, Why do you not want to see uh, a debate here in California and obviously all across this country on why you think it is a good idea uh, to be trying to divide up our people. Trump comes across as a big, tough guy. Well, if you're so tough, uh, let's sit down and uh, have that debate. Okay, so today, uh, Trump spokesperson Corey Lewandowski, he says that the whole idea was actually a joke because it was announced on late night TV and <laughs> that Trump's acceptance was a joke. Uh, and that it's inappropriate to debate the second-place finisher. Uh, Trump is basically now going to target crooked Hillary. And here's what Lewandowski said today. The bottom line is the Democratic Party is stealing this election from Bernie Sanders. The party bosses will not allow him to be the nominee. Hillary Clinton is going to be the nominee. And we are squarely focused on defeating Hillary Clinton come November. Or crooked Hillary come November. All right. Uh, we could probably spend an hour just talking about this one issue. Um, but let me give you some bullet points of the absurdity of this. All right. Now, first of all, the idea that Jimmy Kimmel, who I like, Jimmy Kimmel is now directing major news stories in presidential yeah. elections. Right there, we got a problem. But the idea that the Trump campaign is saying, well, because this happened on Jimmy Kimmel, it's not legitimate. Hold on a second. Your entire 
Republican nominating process campaign was based upon late night te television appearances and what would apparently be joke campaign events, um, at least in, in prior election cycles. So that's ridiculous. It's also ridiculous because he didn't just accept it one time, Leah, which I oh, think. Oh, I know. He talked about it for a long time. He, it's he, a bummer. He accepted it the next day at a press conference after they had already floated this business about it. Oh, it was just a joke, just a joke, just a joke. Then he said he would do it. And then the idea that Donald freaking Trump, of all people, won't do something because it would be, quote unquote, Inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. Because far be it for Donald Trump to do anything that would be inappropriate. I don't know, like talking about how big his penis is at a nationally televised debate. Now, that would be inappropriate. Uh, debating a socialist and kicking his ass would not have been inappropriate. It would have been, uh, as you said, it would have been fun. It would have been interesting. But yeah, I think he would have done really well, too, because Bernie's just a one-noter. Yeah, well... I have a theory on, on that in a second, but but hold on a second. Let's let's do the math on what really happened here, folks. Bernie Sanders is right. I know that's not popular to say on conservative talk radio, but Trump, the only rational way to interpret this is Trump wimped out. And how do we know Trump, Trump wimped out? One, because he claimed several times he was going to do it, and then he didn't. His explanations make no sense. The idea that it's somehow inappropriate is absurd, and certainly not in keeping with Donald Trump's campaign in any way, shape, or form. But most importantly is the money issue. So what did Trump do? If Trump was afraid, what would he do? He would say, and I've had people do this to me, because I try to debate people all the time, and no one ever will, and I offer them money to do it. And they'll, they always come up with some excuse, because they're afraid I will kick their ass. Well, Trump does the opposite. Trump says, I'll do it, but let's do it for charity. Let's let's do it for 10 or $15 million. By the way, right there you know he's bluffing because if it's real, you give an exact number. And if someone hits that number, you do the debate. But he goes, 10 or 15, just to give him enough wiggle room because he's thinking, what's a number that no one's going to match? Because he doesn't want to do it because he's afraid. And by the way, this isn't a normal presidential candidate. This is a, a guy who's allegedly worth $10 billion. So... If the, the what 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 is the problem? What is the issue here with somehow there's not enough money to go to charity to make this thing happen? Well, it turned out numerous entities did want to match the 10 to 15 million dollars. And when he realized, because I think he miscalculated, when he realized that oh my gosh, someone's actually going to put up 10 or 15 million dollars, then he bailed. Because for whatever reason, he's afraid. And this is not the first time he was afraid. Leah, you know he was afraid of, of debating Ted Cruz one-on-one. -on -one. He bailed on a Fox News debate when it was only him, uh, Cruz, yes. and Kasich, and allegedly because it was Megyn Kelly. That was a right. joke. That was absurd. He is afraid, and here's why he's afraid. There is a mat. This is the most important thing I'm going to tell you, folks, because this deals with what's going to happen with Hillary. There is a massive difference for someone like Donald Trump to debate 10 other people, which is how he made his name and how he won the nomination, debating against far too many people on a very crowded stage where everyone had 30, 45 seconds tops and no ability to really rebut anything, and everyone just Little moved. Little Marco. Right. Well, Low energy Jeb. Exactly. That's exactly right, Leah. Lion Ted. That in, a, in, that, in that kind of a debate, that's all that matters, is branding the other people. And, and Trump was expert at that. He understood it. But in a two-hour, one-on-one debate, there's no place to hide. 
you are going to get exposed when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And that and, and, and Sanders, I think, would have been absurd. I mean, he's a terrible. He's terrible. He's a socialist. He's awful. He's a and nut you know job. What? I think it's a really bad mistake politically because I think with him, you know, he's his Corey Lewandowski said, well, you know, he doesn't want to uh, debate the second place finisher. Well, he could have elevated Bernie right more to a point. Trump had where, nothing to lose here. Trump had exactly. nothing. Trump had nothing to lose unless he's afraid. And because his brand is, I'm the guy who's got balls down to my knees, and I'm the guy who, you know, I, I I'm the strongest guy. I'm 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 Mr. Strength. Uh, because that goes directly against his brand, and by the way, it goes exactly to what Hillary has been calling him, which is a bully. And what happens yeah. with a bully? A bully is fake. A bully puts on a persona, when in reality, when push comes to shove, when the rubber meets the road, he wimps out. And that's what Trump did here. He wimped out. And by the way, is denying at least $10 million, if not more, to the charity that he was he was trumpeting. But, of course, he doesn't care about that because the last time he did this, he claimed to raise $6 million for veterans, and they never got that money. Apparently, yeah, that money never showed up. Right. It's, he's a fraud. This is why I'm struggling so mightily with the Donald Trump issue, because he's not a good person. He's not who he says he is. He's a fraud. And frankly, when he backs down to Bernie Sanders, let's pretend he gets elected president. If you're backing down to Bernie Sanders over a debate, do I really want you going up against Putin? Seriously? A guy who you've already shown you're willing to cave to because he said a couple of nice things to you? Seriously? And by the way, this is supposed to be literally the strength of Donald Trump's campaign. The part of the reason why we want him is because he exudes power, strength. Well, what happened to that? Where, where was that against Bernie Sanders? It was nowhere. Now, as far as what would have happened, since no one really cares what would have happened since it's not going to occur, as usual, I'm, I'm a contrarian here. While Trump had nothing to lose, I actually think Hillary would have benefited in the long run had this happened. Because I think a Trump-Sanders debate would have been such a mess, would have been such a circus. Right. Would have Which looked- could be, I'm thinking, one of the reasons why he was talked out of doing it. Really? They think you think some Yeah, because Crazy Bernie and Donald Trump on stage together would be possibly a nightmare, and I think someone talked to him about it. Well, I don't think anyone has the power to do that. I mean, neither Trump nor Sanders seem to listen to anybody but themselves. But but just to to put the point on it here, I think that what would have occurred is Hillary would have looked better by comparison. And by the way, when Hillary and Donald Trump eventually do debate in the fall, she would come off looking much better by comparison because she would be the only adult in the room Correct. And, and it would be obvious who was more presidential so i actually it was that's counterintuitive because everyone's like oh this is bad for hillary because it elevates bernie sanders and it seems like it makes her seem like she's left out no that this would have been good for hillary uh but trump wimped out and this is part of why i got a problem and i'll talk more, more about uh, him when we come back in hour number two of the john and leah show 